You want to bet like the Not For The Bay podcast? Go sign up with BetUS Sportsbook, where you can get in the game. Provides multiple sports, online casino, and live betting. Has easy deposits, fast payouts, so sign up today using promo code NFD to receive 125% in bonuses. BetUS. Bet wherever, whenever. Coming up on today's episode of the Not For The Bay podcast, we'll be talking about the week five betting odds and spreads. A lot of rivalry games going on where the spreads are extremely freaking high. Uh, Also, we're going to be getting into the NBA preseason, uh, what do they call that, kickoff? Whatever. But Ben Simmons is finally gets on the court. It's amazing to sit down and actually watch him play after such a long time. And also, uh, we'll be talking about Odell Beckham, the possibility of des- the possible destinations where Odell Beckham could possibly land sometime this year. Another great show, as always, but you know how we end up kicking these things off a silent L. Ain't no love lost, I just move how I move. Jockin' for position, I fight in there with two. Whoa, I got these niggas rattled, got these bitches so low. Tell them on the tone while she blow on my flow. I got biggie dreams, give me, give me the load. Don't put no selling on me, I'ma shoot through the road. Every day I wake up, I'm tryna blow it down. This beat is knockin' weed, hittin' while I move through the town. I discover what it's like to say, fuck it. You can look me in my eyes and you know I'm up to something. Took a little minute, but I like who I'm becoming. What up good people Welcome back to another episode of Not For Debate This is DeVore uh, We back, same week, couple days later I told you he was gonna, he was gonna increase the volume Just look out for the signal, that's all you had to do um, Today we're gonna be talking about NFL Week 5 preview games Betting odds and spreads uh, We missed out the last couple of weeks So I'm extremely excited uh, for that Also I want to make an announcement. Well, it wasn't exactly planned. Like I was going to actually post on my own personal channel. Like, you know, there's a lot of things going on in the house and I just like forgot to switch over to the other channel. So now that we's already on my other channel, we're going to continue to keep it on the channel. And for those that are listening to the audio version, we are, we are back on the actual visual, but real quick, I'm looking at myself in the camera right now. I've just got the fresh cut. That joint looking clean. Let me take the headset off real quick. Look at joint just looking fresh. Yeah. Hair kind of losing in the middle. Got me a little hair growth joint uh, from the store. But looking pretty clean. Look at the stash. Looking clean. Got me from a nice angle. Kind of like a like a tilted angle. Got it on, You only can see this on the visual version audio. My bad. But, um, yeah, we looking clean right now. Got the Dolphins gear on. Like, we... We, we styling right now. Uh, real quick, like I said, like it was a total accident that I ended up posting it on my actual channel. Like that's the, one of the main reasons why I ended up stopped like making video game videos is the fact that you had to edit that crap. Like you, it, it requires, it literally requires your undivided attention. And, and like it, it's like just recording video games mistakes while like doing walkthrough, walkthrough gameplays. Like you got to watch it and edit it like over a million times and when i got kids running around like sometimes you may end up missing some stuff and then you end up being like you know what it was perfect i didn't mess up anything and don't watch it back then you turn around you post it and then you're sitting there and you're like 
and you see, and you see a couple of mistakes that you have going on, a couple of frame rates are off, and you be like, man, like I messed up. Then you got to go back and do the thing all over again. So it's a, it's a big, huge process. It's a big, huge process. Uh, but without further ado, I, I wanted to go ahead and get it to the pot. Uh, I did look up some some interesting interesting news uh, about 20 minutes before the pod even started. So this is kind of like fresh off the presses uh, with Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, says he plans on visiting four 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 NFL teams. Oops, excuse me. He plans on visiting four NFL teams. Uh, the teams are going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, uh, the New Orleans Saints, and the New York Giants. So that that's. I'm gonna go ahead and just start off with the Giants. Like, clearly he got drafted by the New York Giants. Uh, Eli Manning was the quarterback. He 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 thrived with the New York Giants. Like, honestly, I wasn't very very high on on Odell after the injury, and then when he came back, you just just saw how he how he was in and out of his breaks when he was running routes. It's almost almost a little similar to what Chad Johnson was like very, very explosive and he was able to have wonderful breakaway speed when he ended up having the ball in his hands. But this time with New York, you know, it, it was it was not the best time considering the fact that, you know, it was a little bit of a head case. A little bit of a head case, like him and the him, him and the shenanigans with the with him punching the punching the kicking net and the net net hitting him back in the neck and the whole situation with Josh Norman him getting into a fight with him on the field and then you have the the off the field issues about certain fetishes of girls doing certain things on his face, uh, like is it is him smoking weed off of a girl's ass? Like it's a whole bunch of different stuff. Uh, that was going on with with Odell and his time in, in in New York, uh. But as far as think, just thinking about him possibly signing with the New York Giants, I'm like, mm, I don't think that's the best situation, uh, for for Odell at this point in his career. Well, it also depends on what exactly he's looking for. If he, if, if from a receiver's perspective, I would think that he want to go to a team that's going to throw him the football. And honestly, I don't see that being the case. Him being in New York, I'm I'm not exactly sold on Daniel Jones being an actual bust yet, but uh him 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 running the ball a little bit too much, the situation with the offensive line being in flux. Uh clear uh like you have Saquon Barkley, that's a bright spot on the offense, but as far as Daniel Jones getting the getting the receivers involved, that's a little bit of a concern and I don't think that's the best situation uh for for Odell. Now we turn around and we look at um the New Orleans Saints. The New Orleans Saints. Okay, so we have the quarterback is Jameis Winston. A lot of people have mixed feelings about Jameis Winston. Uh, I personally, I respect Jameis Winston. Like it's it's it, it, everybody gives him a, a lot of a lot of flack for the thirty for thirty, the thirty interceptions, the thirty touchdowns. Um, like I said, if you could just if you could just cut down those thirty interceptions that he had with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, like he could be be a pretty solid quarterback. Last year, when he was announced the guy in the first two games, Jameis Winston actually looked like he can be a, a perennial starter. Um, has has struggled, has struggled the first couple of weeks this year. Um, I like I like the situation. Only thing is, there's a lot of balls to go. There's not a lot of not a lot of hand, not a lot of balls to go around. Excuse me. Uh, you got Michael Thomas. You have Chris Olave. You have Jarvis Landry. 
Like you got, there's a lot of guys there. So I, I would think that would be, I think that would be very, very hard for you to get involved in, in, in an offense like that. I'm surprised the Los Angeles Rams wasn't on, on the, on the list because like you just won a Super Bowl with them. Like why wouldn't you want to go back to Los Angeles? You just had your child in Los Angeles. Uh, like right before this, like right during the Super Bowl, if I'm not mistaken, like why would you want to uproot what was going on? I'm also surprised that the the Green Bay Packers are on the list. I get it, it's Green Bay, not a really a big market. Uh, it's cold. Like why would you want to, you know, what I'm saying, want to go go there and play? Uh, another team off the top of my head, really. I was gonna say Chicago because they don't have really any talent at the receiver position and I'm and Justin Fields needs needs some them some receivers to throw to, but that offense is not moving not moving on an NFL level right now. Um and then like they have Tampa on the list where who doesn't want to go to Tampa? Like who doesn't want to play with Tom Brady? Like everybody wants to play with Tom Brady. One there at this point we're we're ring chasing right now. We're trying to see how many rings that we could possibly get. Uh so um, it, it's a no-brainer. Who wouldn't want to be there? Like we got this. Chris Godwin is struggling coming back from his injury. Julio Jones, he's he's having he's battling injuries. Mike Evans just came back. Russell Gage is struggling. They just signed uh the Dallas Cowboys ex slot receiver. I, why can't Cole Beasley? That's what it was. Cole Beasley signed Cole Beasley. Uh, he's getting some work. So it's like Tampa. Tampa could possibly be a, a a good possible landing spot, but again, I'm 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 more on board with some of the, some of the other teams that weren't mentioned. Like I felt like Green Bay should be like a top team that uh, any receiver that will want to go that will want to go to, considering the fact you're playing with Aaron Rodgers and he's great too. It's not just Tom Brady, but. Uh, it's a very, very interesting choices uh, by Odell Beckham. Uh, just, just a, just a quick thought. I was like sitting down and I was watching uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith yesterday and the movie, like I've seen the movie like a million times when I was a kid, like the movie came out in like 2005. For those of you who didn't watch it, gotta watch it. Especially when you're like, um like older now and, and you're married. I was uh just sitting down, just breaking down the movie. Right. And, um, obviously if, if you get, if you didn't watch the movie, you might want to cover your ears for like the next maybe two to three minutes. But, um, they, they, they both end up coming together, getting married because they felt like they had excellent chemistry. Um, and they didn't know that they both were spies. They both worked for rival spy agencies, assassination agencies, I guess. And, um, I was just wanted to fast forward to the part where they ended up having to be put up, pit up against each other. And it was, it, it's, it's actually a really, really good movie. Once you look at it in depth where Brad Pitt's character, he finds out before Angelina Jolie's character finds out that there's she, they're an assassin and he's literally like, I can't believe it. Like what, what am I supposed to do? And then, like, as soon as she finds out, she's like just out to kill him. And it was, it was, it was crazy how that ended up developing throughout the movie. And I really didn't catch it. Like, he really couldn't, he really couldn't stop his, he really couldn't get himself to end up 
assassinating her in the movie. So I just felt like it was it was very very interesting considering the fact that she she was trying her best to hide her emotions during throughout the movie as far as how she f- truly felt about uh Brad Pitt's character in the movie. I, it was just a random thought. I just thought I would share that with you. It's on Netflix. Like Netflix just been coming out with a whole bunch of good classic movies in the past so i just been i just been sitting there just been checking them out uh as of late but let's go ahead and um let's go ahead and jump into these uh betting odds and spreads uh for those that are for those that are watching the vi- 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 that are new excuse me i don't want to single anybody out those that are new uh we are sponsored with the bet us sports betting website uh, the link is definitely going to be in the description upon sign up. If you use the link, uh, you will receive over 125% in bonuses. Uh, so be sure if you decide that you want to go ahead and bet, uh, go ahead and use that promo code NFD upon sign up with the link down below in the description. Uh, did I miss anything? Oh yeah. Also, so considering the fact that I'm posting up on the channel again, I'm also going to be putting my personal my personal bets on the on the community board so you can see it on the community board it should be on the twitter page uh should be also on the instagram page too as well so uh be sure to look out for that between between now and before before the game starts tomorrow on thursday night so uh the first game excuse me while i bring my notes up here the first game is going to be the Thursday night game, eight fifteen. The Indianapolis Colts versus the excuse me, the Indianapolis Colts at the Denver Broncos. Now, uh, the the Indianapolis Colts have been a very very uh, underwhelming team for me, especially with the whole situation with uh, Matt Ryan. Uh, the turnovers they have been an issue for him, like. I'm expecting them to be very, very explosive. This is the quarterback, a quarterback that they needed. Personally, I I was not very high on them, um, but they're going to be without uh, Jonathan Taylor this game. I believe uh, Philip Philip Lindsley is going to be the guy going into this game, and I feel like that's going to be detriment to the Indianapolis Colts coming into this game. Um, they are currently 27th in rushing, so. I'm 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 concerned. They definitely cannot be. Um, I wouldn't. I would hate for the Indianapolis Colts to be in a hole because, like I said, the turnovers with Matt Matt Ryan is an issue. Uh, on the flip side, when I look at the Denver Broncos, um, I'm, I'm I'm extremely concerned about Russell Wilson as far as him being the quarterback for the Denver Broncos. Like it 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 looks like when I was watching the game last. Like the last couple of weeks, like he 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 really struggles on the center. Like it, it, maybe he's just not comfortable. I, I don't know what it is, but like just him just not being able to hit the wide the open wide receivers uh, on time has been a, been a serious issue uh, for for uh, for Russell Wilson. And he's and he's got the weapons. Like you got you got KJ Hamler, you got Jerry Judy, you got um uh man Cortland Sutton like you have the weapons out there unfortunately you lost Javante Javante Williams for the year uh due to uh a leg injury but you still have Melvin Gordon Melvin Gordon is a proven back in this league a pro bowler like he he can get the job done so i don't know what's what's going on with the with 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 
with Russell Wilson and the offense, but they got to do something to get this thing together because um, the road is going to end up getting tougher for for them moving forward, and they don't play in an easy division. Like you got the Raiders are struggling too, but um, you look at the Chargers. Uh, I think once Justin Herbert gets healthy, they should be good to go. And I'm missing another team. I got the Broncos, the Chargers. I, I can't stand when this ends up happening. When I just be sitting, oh, the Chiefs. Excuse me, the Chiefs. So the Chiefs are the, the, the juggernaut. The chief, the, the the juggernaut Chiefs is the problem. Like based off of how I when you sit down and you watch them. Sunday night versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like the Chiefs are literally the real deal. So you definitely don't want to sleep on them. But currently looking at it, it's a it's three. It's the spread is looking at three and a half right now. Uh, the over under is forty two points. Uh, honestly, I think I'm going to go ahead and go with the the Indianapolis Colts in the three and a half. Well, no, I'm going to go ahead and money line them because the Denver Broncos are the favorite. I feel like defensively. They should be able to do what they need to do versus the Denver Broncos to stop the run and then have to force Russell to to pass the ball. And it's it, it's going to be tough. It, it's going to be tough. But I'm going to go ahead and go with the Indianapolis Colts and I'm going to go ahead and 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 money line them. So we got the week two, the week two international series going on in London uh, with the New York Giants and the Green Bay Packers. This one right here really is a no-brainer for me because of the fact that I'm just not sold on what's going on with the New York Giants right now. Uh, Daniel Jones can't doesn't have any time to throw the football. It's looking like Evan Neal is not panning out the way he's supposed to. Like it's it's just not not a, not a beautiful thing. Uh, currently, the New York Giants are sitting the 31st in passing. Um, that's 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 terrible. Uh, but in the 24th in, in defense, so I'm 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 extremely concerned. Now, but on the flip side, when you look at Green Bay, I'm Green Bay. They 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 find they 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 find ways to win. After their after their week one loss to the Vikings, it, I was a little concerned, but. I feel like at this point they 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 find plays to win. Like they're they're getting the two running backs involved with AJ Dillon and. And Aaron Jones, I wish they would give the ball to Aaron Jones a little bit more. Uh, but they, they're, they're, they, they rely heavily on those guys. And then uh, when you look at the receivers stepping up, Alan Lazard, he's, he's looking to be the guy. I'm, I'm pushing for Romeo Dobbs, even though he ended up dropping a, a, t- a nice game winning touchdown pass last week. I expect him to progress and then, uh, Watson too as well to progress. But I'm, I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking Dobbs is going to be the is going to be the guy uh, moving forward uh, with this Green Bay Packers offense as far as Aaron Rodgers' guy. So, like I said, I feel like this one's definitely going to be a no-brainer for me. I'm going to go ahead and take the Green Bay Packers with nine and a half. is a lot of points. Nine and a half is a lot of points. Um, you know what? The over/under is forty-one. So we're looking at what twenty. 20 points apiece. Hmm. Can the Green Bay Packers defense hold the New York Giants? That's tough. That's tough. And that nine and a half is, is definitely is definitely scary for me, considering the fact that they the, the Green Bay Packers struggled against the New England Patriots when they didn't even have uh, 
Mac Mac Jones or Brian Hoyer in for the well. Brian Hoyer got knocked out in the first quarter, so in three quarters they could not. They couldn't cover, so I'm gonna go ahead and go. I'm gonna go ahead and say the Giants are gonna go ahead and cover that nine and a half. I think they'll cover the nine. So that's that game. Next up, we have the Seattle Seahawks at, at the New Orleans Saints. Excuse me, Buffalo Bills at the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Buffalo Bills. I'm sorry, Pittsburgh Steelers at the Buffalo Bills. Uh, it was just announced today that Katie Pickett, the rookie out of Pittsburgh, is going to be the starter uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like Mike Tomlin said earlier, earlier this week, well, Sunday after the game, they needed a spark. Katie Pickett provided that. Unfortunately, he threw three interceptions. There's going to be a learning. It's going to be a learning experience for him. Uh, but at, at this point, what do you what do you have to lose? Like, what do you have to lose? Like, you're sitting at one and three right now. Uh, the division is not going to get any easier. We, you kind of want to stay in the heat of things, and it's not looking too good for any any of the uh, categories for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Thirtieth in offense, twenty seventh in defense, twenty eighth in passing, twenty third in rushing. Like I like I said in the last episode, like my biggest pet peeve with with head coaches and putting in rookie quarterbacks is the offensive line is always terrible and we really can't even get a true evaluation of the quarterback. And then by the time we're able to get an evaluation, it's too late because he's already stuck in stuck in certain tendencies and ways. So I'm gonna go ahead and go with the Well it's a no well the I'm looking at I'm looking at the Buffalo Bills. I'm weighing in that direction, but the thing is, I'm not taking the points. It's sitting at 14 points. So I'm thinking I'm gonna go ahead and go with the under with the 46 and a half. That's that's where I'm going with the Buffalo Bills. I feel like their defense is good enough to stop the Pittsburgh Steelers from doing anything with the football, especially the way they looked last week. Uh the the Buffalo Bills defense looked last week as far as them being able to put pressure on Lamar and stop the run too as well. Like after that, 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 that front four is no, nothing to trifle with, with the Buffalo Bills. So yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take the under in this game with the 46 and a half uh, for the Buffalo Bills uh, for sure. Josh Allen and the Bills. I'm, I'm, de- I'm definitely taking that. Next game, we have the Los Angeles Chargers of at the Cleveland Browns. It is currently sitting right now that the spread is two and a half. Um, my feeling about this right now. So uh, the Los Angeles Chargers, depending on what's going on with Justin Herbert in the ribs. I made the mistake last week of taking the Jaguars. I wasn't, I wasn't so sure that they were going to be able to move the ball with that, with that rib thing going on, but it looked, he looked pretty good. Excuse me. He looked pretty good. So I'm going to go ahead and moving on over to the Los Angeles chargers. I'm going to say they cover the two and a half points. No, I'm going to come on and line them. Let's go ahead and money line. Them. It's, my, it's, it's minus one thirty five. So yeah, I want to go ahead and money line the Los Angeles chargers. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confident in the Los Angeles chargers, even though Jacoby Brissett is playing fairly well for the Cleveland Browns. I'm, I'm, I like the chargers. Uh, I would like for them to get the running game going a little bit more, but I, I, I like the chargers. I feel like, and, and 
not exactly sure what the status is of Mike, excuse me, not Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, but if they get him back this week, it's going to be a big, huge issue considering the fact that you, uh, that, uh, that you get, that you get your weapon back, uh, your main weapon back for the Los Angeles Chargers. So I'm going to go ahead and money line, uh, the Los Angeles Chargers for this game. <clears throat> Next up, we have the Houston Texans at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, let me let me just go ahead and move this over to fantasy real quick. Like I am getting extremely frustrated with the whole Travis Etienne situation. Like, are we gonna give? Are we gonna show him some love? Give him some touches? And those that have been watching over the past two years, I wasn't on board with the with the with the draft pick of the Houston. Excuse me, the Jacksonville Jaguars drafting Travis Etienne because I felt like James Robinson was the guy. He deserved it. There was no reason to make that move. But considering the versatility that Travis Etienne brings to the table, I'm expecting a big, a big return. I'm expecting a big return. I didn't exactly draft him. I traded for him. I think I traded him for, I traded Mike Evans. I traded Mike Evans and Ramondre Stevenson for Travis Etienne and Tyler Boyd. I'm thinking I'm going to get it. I thought at the time I was going to get a big, huge return. That's what I thought. Based on the, how he was playing in preseason, I was like, yeah, he about to go off. He about to catch the ball. He about to, he about to run the ball. Like he going to be like, he going to be like Kareem Hunt in his first year with the, with the Kansas City Chiefs. That's what I'm thinking. And like, I'm, I'm seeing like mediocre numbers. Like we getting like eight, nine points a, uh, a week. Like that's not cutting it for me. Like we need to, we need to turn this thing up. Like I'm currently sitting in one of my leagues. One and three, yeah. I'm sitting on. I'm sitting on one and three. I'm on a two game win losing streak. Like we got to get this thing going, and we're gonna touch on another player too. Uh, that's but that's effing my team up right now. But but we just gonna keep this on Travis Etienne. We need to get we need to get him involved a little bit. But yeah, this game I'm gonna definitely go with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, currently sitting the spread is seven and a half points. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't, I don't like the Houston Texans, their inability to move the football, even though Damian Pierce, that man is on, he, he is, he is going to be an, a nice back in the league, but it, it, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't time yet. It, it ain't time. That rush defense for the Jacksonville Jaguars is going to be pretty stout. So, uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm going to go ahead and take the seven and a half. Ugh, seven and a half rivalry game. Do I want to do that? Mm. Tell you these are some tough, tough matchups this week. It's, it's, these are very, very tough matchups. F it, I, I, man. I, I don't believe in the. I don't believe in the Texans to be able to move the ball like that. I, I can't. It's it's very hard for me. Twenty seventh. Yeah, but let's go ahead and take that seven. Put our balls on the table. Let's let's get take that seven and a half. That's what we gonna do. We gonna take that seven and a half. Take this, let's take that seven and a half. I ain't, eh, take that seven and a half. All right, so next game we have an NFC North rivalry game with the Chicago Bears at the Minnesota Vikings, where the spread is seven and a half. Clearly, the Minnesota Vikings are the favorite. I'm going to go again. I. I talked about this earlier, the Chicago bears inability to move the football. Like it's, it's extremely difficult now rushing. 
Like I'm, I'm all for it. I got, I got both Khalil Herbert and, and David Montgomery on my roster. Don't ask me how or why, but they're both on my roster. I traded for David Montgomery. And the crazy thing is, as soon as I traded for him, he got hurt. So, um, yeah, their inability to move the football, it's, it's a problem. They can't pass it. Darnell Mooney was on my team too. I cut him right before this game and he had like four catches for 90 something yards. I was heated. Uh, but, uh, the Minnesota Vikings, I feel like they have a lot more firepower on their offense. It's going to be very, very tough for the Chicago Bears for them to keep up. I'm going to go ahead and take the Minnesota Vikings, uh, with the seven and a half. There's a lot of rivalry games going on this week. And these, and these spreads, I'm not liking these high ass spreads. Like, I get it. It's the Bears, the struggling, but I would hate for this game for them to catch fire. Like, it's, uh, that's something that I don't want. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take the Minnesota Vikings um, in the seven and a half for the uh, for the spread. Next, we have the New England Patriots and the Detroit Lions. Excuse me, the Detroit Lions and the New England Patriots. So the New England Patriots just came off of a tough loss last week versus the Green Bay Packers. Uh and didn't say if Brian Hoyer was going to play. Um, I think they're going to continue to go with the, the rookie zap. Hopefully he'll be a little bit more prepared this game of uh, the Detroit lions on the, uh, on the flip side, defensively, it has been a big, a big, huge issue. I think currently right now, defensively, where are they at? Sitting at 11th. I'm surprised that they, they was going to be that high. Uh, but, um, I, I'm not, I feel like anybody can move the ball against the Detroit Lions right now, but it's not going to stop me. It's not going to stop me from taking the Detroit Lions. Like if, if Bill Belichick loses to the Detroit Lions, like that's a, that's like going to be like an all time low. Like you can't lose to the Lions. Like it's the Lions. <laughs> but like I said, the Lions, the only reason was, was making me a little hesitant with the Lions is the defense. They give up a lot of points and I, 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 I can't, I can't, but it's on the flip side. When you look at the offense for the lions, I'm at Ross St. Brown, uh, Josh Reynolds, TJ Hawkinson, like they getting, they getting it done. Jared golf is looking pretty legit. Uh, they getting it done. So spread is three. I'm going money line to the Detroit lions. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and money line the Detroit Lions. Don't like the New England Patriots offensively or defensively. Their corners I don't feel like they're talented enough to keep up with Amon Ross St. Brown or T.J. Hawkinson or Josh Reynolds. I think J.T. Uh, Chark is uh he's a little dinged up. He's a, I think he's questionable the last time I looked. Uh, but yeah, they're a little dinged up. So I like I like I like the Lions. I like the Lions. I'm gonna go ahead and money line them. It's plus one thirty five. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and run with them. Also, Jamal Williams had a good game last week. 19 carries, 108 yards, two touchdowns. They did their thing. They they literally did their thing. Uh, next up, we have the Seattle Seahawks at the New Orleans Saints. Um, how do I feel about this? I, I like it, like I, I know I know Geno had a good game last week. Geno Smith had a good game last week against the Lions, but it's they have him statistically ranked as one of the best quarterbacks in 2022 right now. I'm not a believer. 
I, I, I'm literally not a believer. I feel like the New Orleans Saints are, are a way better team than what the Lions were last week, uh, especially defensively. Like, it's, it's going to be tough for them. I'm going to go ahead and go, uh, I'm going to go ahead and go Seattle. Wow. Oh, excuse me. I didn't say, I didn't mean to say that. The, I'm going to go with the New Orleans Saints. Excuse me. I'm going to go ahead and go with the New Orleans Saints. The spread is five and a half. Do I want to take the five and a half? Like I'm going, like I'm, it's the money line is, is minus 225. It couldn't hurt. I'm going to go ahead and money line New Orleans Saints with a 225. I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to play around with it. I'm going to go with a 225. All right. So next game, uh, Dolphins represent, know how we do. So here's my thing. It's already, it's already been announced that two is not going to be playing this week. There's no, no timetable exactly when he's going to be playing. So the Dolphins are going to have Teddy Bridgewater come in the end this game, and he's going to be the quarterback. A lot of people want Skylar Thompson. I, I, I want to get, I want to give, I want to give, I want to give Teddy Bridgewater opportunity, and see what he can do within this offense. And my biggest question is, uh, how how was how was the offense going to perform with Teddy Bridgewater under center? Are we going to get somewhat the similar result when when two was under center? Or are we going to get a, a decline? That's what I want to see. And I feel like there's not a, a more perfect opponent than the New York Jets, where they have, they just got Zach Wilson back. Um, they got some weapons. Brees Hall, I feel like big fan of him, the running back, uh, Elijah Moore. Like they got, they got, they got some weapons. So I definitely, the Jets have been, I, I, better than what they have been over the past several the past several the several years so don't don't sleep on them now defensively for the dolphins i'm concerned and i'm concerned because of the fact that we got Xavier Howard he's day to day we don't know what that situation is going to be looking like uh Byron Jones is not off the PUP list yet so it's going to come down to the backup corners and you know when it comes down to these backup quarters, uh, we're going to see a totally different defense. Like we're not going to be coming out and blitzing um, 85% of the time. We're going to be coming out a little bit more zone because these corners can't hold up very well. And the deep, like again, the defense literally struggles when when we don't have Xavier and Byron in the in the, mat, in the lineup. That's why I'm kind of like hesitant to taking the Dolphins. But the spread is 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 minus three. Jets are at home. Sorry, bro. I'm going to have to go with the New York Jets. I'm going to money line them. It's plus four one forty five. I gotta go. I gotta go with the Jets. Yeah, I, I know y'all gonna be mad, but I gotta go with the Jets. My, my money on the line here. I got. I, I gotta go with the Jets. I can't say no to the Jets. I'm going with the Jets. Next game, we have the Atlanta Falcons at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The spread is nine and a half. Hmm. Tampa Bay Buccaneers are at home. I'm going to go ahead and take the nine. Oh, see these high-ass spreads? These are some high-ass spreads. Like, it's it's very difficult. Very difficult. Like, I'm going to go ahead and take the under. It's 48 points. So we're talking, what, 20, 24 points apiece? 
So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and take the I'm gonna go ahead and take the under uh for the forty eight. And with I feel like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is defense is good enough. They're gonna be upset. I'm pretty sure they're gonna be hungry because of the fact how they came got blown off blown off the field last last week Sunday night on national television versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Like they're going to want some get back. Tom Brady gonna want some get back. It, it's I think I feel like the, I feel like taking the under in this game is probably the, the, the wise decision. Definitely going to be the wise decision. Next game we have the Tennessee Titans and the Washington Commanders. So here's the thing with the Washington Commanders. I'm not re- I'm not ready to give up on Carson Wentz just yet. I'm willing to give him. Eh, I ain't going to give you a timetable. I'm just going to leave it at I'm not ready to give up on him just yet. Uh, the Tennessee Titans, I feel like they don't have enough offensive weapons. That's concerning to me. Uh, they're relying heavily right now on Derrick Henry. When have they not? Um, but it all comes down to what that Tennessee Titans pass rush is going to look like. If they can put pressure on Carson Wentz, I feel like they can win this game. And it's what's even three. I'm going to go ahead and money line the Titans. I, 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 that offensive line for the for the Washington Commanders is is very, very concerning. I, 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 I I'm going to go ahead and money line the Tennessee Titans. Like I'm not even going to hesitate with this one. I, I, I gotta go with that. I gotta go with that. All right, so we ready for them four o'clock games? We got the San Francisco 49ers at the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, at the Carolina Panthers. So right now the spread is looking at looking like seven. Uh, for sure, going to be taking the, the San Francisco 49ers. Like right now, their defense is looking phenomenal, and I believe Nick Bosa is like leading the league in like quarterback pressures. Like they said, he was like they said he was like on pace to break in the sack record or something like that. So I'm going to go ahead and go with the San Francisco 49ers. And I'm going to say they're going to go ahead and cover the spread. I go messing around with the Panthers, betting on the Panthers have not bode well for me. I I I I just want to go ahead and just eliminate them f- from my parlays when I do these when I end up doing these because when I bet when I bet on them they lose when I bet against them they win. So I would just go ahead and just go ahead and eliminate them off of my parlays moving forward because. It's 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 ridiculous how that how that whole situation is with them. So I'm going to go ahead and go with the go with the go with the seven, the seven uh, for the 49ers, and not even not even touch the Carolina Panthers. If I had a choice, I wouldn't do it at all. But like I said, we gotta we gotta place our bets right. All right, the next game is a 4:25 game. It's going to be the Philadelphia Eagles, the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. And the Arizona Cardinals. Thing is, with the Arizona Cardinals, like I, they can't move the ball. I, I, I don't know what it is. They cannot move the ball. Like, like I said, we was gonna get on. We was gonna get on another player on my fantasy team. It's Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is is literally killing my team. Like I'm expected like 20 points from him every week, and like it's we barely pass that threshold sometimes. I think this week we actually passed it. Last week it was like 15. Yeah, we barely passed it last week. So. I, I I don't think I don't I think with the with the Philadelphia Eagles defense, both their corners are rated 
the two best in the league right now. We still waiting on D Hop to come back. I think he's coming back week six. So I'm going to go ahead and go with the Philadelphia Eagles. I, 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 the Eagles are, are very, very, are playing very, very well right now. Being able to run the football and Jalen Hurts is proving me wrong as far as him being a passer. Like him and AJ Brown and, and, uh, Devontae Smith, they're, they're getting it done for sure. So, and, and, and Miles Sanders last week, 27 carries for 134 yards. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and go with the Eagles. This is uh, they're gonna continue to be undefeated after Week Five. Uh, so where we at with the Eagles? So it's a five and a half. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and take the five and a half. Well, excuse me, five. That's exactly at five. So I'm gonna go ahead and take the Philadelphia Eagles with the five. I'm gonna play with that one. Take the Eagles with the five for sure. For sure. Next game. Excuse me. Long pause. Next game, we have the Dallas Cowboys at the Los Angeles Rams. Now, the Dallas Cowboys have been, you know, they've been they've been rolling. Uh, they shocked a lot of people. Excuse me, shocked the nation. Uh, you lose Dak Prescott. Cooper Rush has been the guy. Excuse me. Cooper Rush hasn't lost the game yet. So, I'm not going in that direction. I'm going to go ahead and go with the Rams. I know the Rams are struggling. Um, uh, I just, I just think with the Rams, they just got to get Allen Robinson involved. Like, I just feel like they just force feed in Cooper Cup. Like, Allen Robinson's a dog too. Like, show him some love. But uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and go with the Rams. I, I don't think the Dallas Cowboys are good enough to compete with the, with the, with the Los Angeles Rams. Like we talk about, we talk about a, a Thanos type threat right we talking about right now like with the cowboys have been playing over the past or like you know like little minor little minor little minor villains like we talking about like this is a this is a this is a, this is it's a playoff caliber team we talking about with the los angeles rams and i feel like they can bounce back versus the dallas cowboys and they can get the job done especially uh the ability to stop the run with with aaron donald and those boys um uh, yeah, I, 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 I think, I, I think I'm going to go ahead and take the, I'm going to go ahead and take the Los Angeles Rams in this one. Uh, the spread is five and a half. I'm taking the five and a half. Go ahead, take the five and a half. Take it. Take the five and a half. Jalen Ramsey going to go up against CD Lamb. You take him away, you're going to have to rely on Noah Brown and Michael Gallup. Take the five and a half. I'm going to take the five and a half. I ain't going. To, I'm not even going to play with it. I'm just going to take the five and a half uh, for for the Los Angeles Rams. Take the five and a half. Take the five and a half. So Sunday night football. This is going to be a good game. I can't wait to watch this game. Um, the Cincinnati Bengals at the Baltimore Ravens. Here's the thing with the Baltimore Ravens. They can't stop anybody through the air. Like, I don't know what's going on with that, but they can't stop anybody. I think if I strapped on my helmet right now, I'll be able to score a couple touchdowns on them. On the flip side, the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm not sold on the Cincinnati Bengals being back on track just yet. This is going to be a good matchup for them, considering the fact that secondary is very questionable for the Baltimore Ravens. But also, the Baltimore Ravens offense is pretty good. So it's hard. It's very, very hard for me to choose this game, but I'm going to go ahead and go with the, with the Cincinnati Bengals. 
So it's three. The spread is three. Okay, easy enough. So yeah, I'm going to go ahead and go with the three. I'm going to go ahead and go with the three. I'm I'm not even going to. I'm going to go with the three. Cincinnati Bengals. They should be able to get things done. Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase. Like, come on now, Joe Burrow. Him, he should be able to throw for 800 yards this game. <laughs> like I'm exaggerating. He should be able to go off this game against the Ravens in that secondary. He should go off. Like there should be no, no exceptions. All right. So last but not least, we have the Monday night game, and that's the Las Vegas Raiders at the Kansas City Chiefs. Las Vegas, I felt like they're on to something. They for giving Josh, excuse me, Josh Jacobs. I don't know why I want to call him Josh Adams. Josh Jacobs, more volume at the running back position. And I felt like they need to continue to ride him moving forward in this se- moving forward this season for them to get, win football games and then just go ahead and just play off of him. Like set up Derek Carr with some play action, play action passes, some easy completions to keep these drives alive. Um, I feel like that'll be good for the, the Las Vegas Raiders. And also gives you an opportunity to slow down Patrick Mahomes and that, and that offense, like that offense again, last week they did their thing versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like they were legit, they were legit ready for them. Like they had a nasty taste in their mouth off that Super Bowl loss. They was like to hell with it. We're going to whoop their ass. And they came in there and they whooped their ass. So right now, currently it's sitting at seven and a half. I'm going to go ahead and I'm not going to play around with this game. Just the Chiefs are at home. I'm going to go ahead and money line it. It's negative 330. I know. But it's a possibility this could turn out to be a shootout. That's why I'm not messing around with it over and under. The seven and a half. Again, that's too high. I'm going to go ahead and just go ahead and just take my chances with the, with, with a negative, with the minus 330 with the Kansas City Chiefs. I like where they're doing on offense. The creativity is amazing. I'm doing with them. So yeah, that is your that is your week five betting odds and spreads. Uh, before we close this thing out, though, we're gonna talk about a little bit of NBA real fast. Like Ben Simmons to the Brooklyn Nets, first time on the court in a season in a, what two seasons? No season. Okay, a season in like what three months, something like that. Because you know he, the last time he played was like in May two thousand twenty. Uh, versus the Hawks. We all know what that situation is. So, um, yeah, he looked good. It looked nice. It, it was nice to see Ben Simmons out on the floor. A lot of people write off Ben Simmons because of the fact that he can't shoot, but he also brings a lot of different other things to the table. His ability to be able to lock down their best, lock down their best offensive weapon, um, his ability to pass the basketball, him being 6'10, maybe even 6'11. Uh, being able to handle the basketball in transition and and basically take whatever he wants, um, it's it. You don't find those anywhere. Like you definitely want to hold on to those kind of players. But uh, yeah, that was the, that was basically the key uh, to the pre- NBA preseason kicking off. Like just just sitting down and watching the Brooklyn Nets how they was able to play with each other because I have them right now as the favorite to go to the finals in the East. I mean, excuse me, and the um. I'm over, yeah, the Eastern Conference, the Eastern Conference. I'm over here. I turned the switch back to foot, back to basketball. But yeah, in the Eastern Conference, I have them as the favorite right now. Um, really, what, what, what Milwaukee is probably. Oh, excuse me, 
Boston, well, Boston, I don't know about Boston. As far as uh, Edoka getting suspended, uh, I don't know what that team's going to look like as far as the interim head coach coming in and doing his thing. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and go with Milwaukee second, then probably Boston third, just out of respect because they went to the finals last year. But, yeah, when you got Kevin Durant on your team and Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons on your team, they're definitely just automatically going to shoot up to be in the favorite. Uh, but we'll be back probably Friday. Yeah, Friday after the Thursday night game. Um, we'll probably, I don't even know what we're going to talk about. You know me. I'll, 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 I'll whip some things together. Uh, but you know what it is. Go ahead and uh, hit that like button, subscribe button, and most definitely share. Uh, be sure to go ahead and follow us on our social media pages, Instagram, uh, Twitter, uh, TikTok too as well. Uh, because we're gonna start posting up some um some TikTok videos up on some 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 um what are reels, that's what they call them, reels. Excuse me. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get with the new ways. But this is the Not for the Bay podcast. No I'm about to here, man. You can look me in my eyes and you know I'm up to something. Ain't no fucking guess me feel like Kyrie ain't no puppet. Like the heavens need an angel just for studying Yeah, you know it's always a vibe when some real ones collide Gotta keep some people around who know how to survive Hustling like a nigga just arrived Around the clock a nigga loses sense of time I done been through some shit Yeah, I been through some shit But I can do it for what it's worth Can't show no love if the respect don't come first Can't pay no mind Look me in my eyes and you know I'm up to something Ain't no love lost, I just move how I move